the pause after six of the long. Don't know. Listen, this is Larry King talking to Chadwick Boseman. When you play characters that people know, people knew Jackie Robinson, certainly of a certain age, you knew him as a player. Everybody knew James Brown. Mm -hmm. Is that harder? Yes. I think, you know, doing a, a historical figure is... Anytime you do somebody that's real, I feel like you have to make a decision about how you want to do it. There are different ways of doing it. It's like for 42, Brian Helgeland was adamant about the fact that I should not use, I should not imitate Jackie's voice. He felt that the essence, finding the essence of who Jackie Robinson was. He had a very special voice. He had a, he had a special voice. He did not have a slang. No, he didn't. No, he was very straight. And, but he, he felt that, you know, you can, you can speak in the time period, but this is about the inner workings of who this man is, not the imitation of who the man is. So that was a particular take from that director, which I think worked. And I thought he was like, it would take away from what we're doing in, in terms of finding the spirit of this character if you go into an imitation of him. And I, I guess this is required watching where we talk about movies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we talk about the essential films for the list of cinematic influencers and look at them through the lens of learning about filmmaking and how to move forward. I'm your host, Trey Epps. And this is an interesting episode for me personally, Dan, because I, I believe this is coming out about a month, a, a year and a month after uh, Chadwick Boseman's passing. And we are recording this about a week or so before the one year anniversary of his passing. So it, it's a bit tough, but I'll, I'll try to get through it and we'll, we'll kind of blaze through this. Because we're talking about 42, which is about Jackie Robertson's journey through to playing, being the first African-American to play Major League Baseball. There's really nothing else to say about like the through line of, of, this, of this film. It stars a ton of people, obviously, including Jackie Robinson. Like A lot of people are in this movie. I shouldn't say they're all starring in it. T.R. Knight is in as Harrison Ford, Christopher Maloney, Alan Tudyk, who is a great racist, by the way. Uh, when I heard Jr. his voice yelling from the dugout, I was like, why yeah. does that voice sound so familiar? And then it cut to him. I was like, oh, Steve the Pirate. <laughs> Steve the Pirate's racist? Yeah, so racist. So racist. Uh, this is written and directed by Brian Helgeland. Yeah, sure. Hel Helgeland? Helgeland? So the, to, to me, I, I, we've kind of already said this off mic, but there isn't much to say about this film, right? It's fairly basic in, it's that a, in that it's a biopic, but as I hit record today, Dan, it, it just reminded me of the talent that is Chadwick Boseman. And I, I know you picked this film, but I'm going to assume why you picked this film, because the, the, the theme of the month was, was it breakout films? <laughs> Yeah, was this his first or one of his first? Yeah, uh, his his breakthrough performance, twenty thirteen, Jackie Robinson, forty two. I, I I just remember seeing this film, and or seeing I, I didn't watch this in theaters. I remember seeing the the trailer for this film, not wanting to go see it because it was at a time where I was kind of fatigued about all these like black biographies that felt like Oscar moves and. It, I just remember that feeling. And then he did uh, the James Brown movie. And I was like, who is this guy that they keep getting to do 
<laughs> yeah, I was like, what is happening? And then, of course, you know, not too long later, he, of course, uh, is in the MCU as, as Black Panther and Thurgood Marshall. Felt, oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. I forgot about that one. <laughs> I think, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm so sad. Can I just tell you how sad I am? And I think that's why I'm kind of stumbling on things. I'm just really sad. Yeah, uh, it's it's tough because there are multiple fantastic performances in this movie, but they're all just overshadowed by the fact that Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman isn't with us anymore and can't give us more of these performances. I think I, that's the thing. I think almost anything that he was one of those guys where almost anything that he was in, he knew how to be charming and charismatic no matter the role that he had. Like, you know, everyone was really excited about Black Panther in that first in that first Marvel movie. I think it was Civil War. I don't know what it was. What it was. But everyone was excited because of just the, the different perspective that he had on, on bringing a character to that universe. And then when you talk about the, all these biopics, they all felt different than almost any other biopic about these people. I can't, I, I've definitely watched a lot of uh, biopics regarding the same people and none of them stood the way they did. Watch, watching him in like Ma Raimi's Black Bottom, if that's right, last year was incredible. And I, I, know, I, I know it's incredible, but of course it's all kind of daunting. And I guess we kind of romanticize it's a bit more when that person is tragically kind of taken from us. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to discount my feelings either because I know that, that I know that he's great, but I, it'd, it'd be a shame to not admit that. Go on. Yeah. Also, I don't want to. If I'm remembering correctly, I think we said this when we watched uh, Rebel Without a Cause, mm-hmm. how it was kind of only a notable performance because he died. Yeah. Whereas this, I feel like it's the opposite. Like, it was a great performance regardless. But now watching it in the context of him having passed away, it only amplifies that performance. Yeah. Yeah, I like, for sure. I, like, I, I love Chadwick Boseman so much that my, and you were at my wedding, the, the like, the, the white... <laughs> The white outfit that I, I I tried so much to make my, like my, unique and my own came from his like 2017 Met Gala wardrobe. Like like that's how much I was enamored by him as a person. But to talk to, 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 to turn the subject and talk about the film for just a second, I don't know if this is a good movie. <laughs> like I said, there's some great performances in it. Chris, Christopher Maloney, fantastic little. <laughs> speech in that kitchen that kitchen sure. scene sure the the dugout hallway scene with Harrison Ford honestly oh, so every good. every every scene between the two of them was yeah fantastic i mean but almost didn't recognize him honestly Harrison Ford it took me i was like who is this so seems so familiar who is this guy yeah of course i realized it was Harrison Ford but, but as far as the movie itself goes, the movie itself, like, t- like, take away. If, if, is it right to say take away Chadwick Boseman's performance? But like, yeah, yeah. Like, this is this is another like white savior movie. Is it not? Is it not? Am I not allowed to? I mean, I'm definitely allowed to say it. But like, I definitely feel like this is not. It doesn't give enough breadth to Jackie Robinson as a person. Like we, yeah. we can see how he. It's just it's just like, oh, he's really good at not reacting to racism. But also, it's it's painted as if 
it was everyone's idea, everyone else's idea. Right. Like, hey, you know what we should do? Let a black guy play baseball. Oh, yeah. Great idea. <laughs> but it was um, like that mixed with the, the I feel like the pacing was very slow on the first, like the first act of the movie was really slow. Or not slow. It was just paced like so weird. It, it was an odd pace. Yeah. Like some aspects of it were drawn out. I mean, it's a two plus hour movie. But but I, th- I think what you're I think what you're saying is it's a biofilm where they're trying to stuff a lot of it so in so much. So they, so they, they, they tried to get so much, yes, yeah, so much of his pre-Dodgers career in there for context. I'm guessing. But then once he gets once he gets to Brooklyn, you're like, I'm kind of exhausted of this. It's the same. It's the same shit thing that, we that was happening in Florida. Yeah. I I I couldn't agree, agree with you more. I thought. I, I did think, oh, so they're calling him up to the major leagues. But wait, what? He's not He's not in Brooklyn yet? He's still not in Brooklyn yet? Wait, he's not in Brooklyn now? Like, players were getting fired. They were like, we yeah. see how good of a baseball player he is. Like, we get so much, and he's still not in Brooklyn yet. Yeah, like, I and get they don't go sure. straight to the team. There's, like, farm teams and training camps, but we don't have to sure. see every day of training. <laughs> right. Right, right. Like instead, I think let's sit because I, th- I think the movie tried to sit in like a year of time ish, right? Like it was like from whenever who, the, the guy had the idea to invite him to, to play in Major League Baseball to like that, that them ending that year, right? But why not actually deal with that year because you end up having like this happy go lucky like, moment of oh, and the Brooklyn Dodgers won or got into the finals or whatever it was, and it's like well. I don't know if it was like that much of a happy ending. Like, it, like that's not a realistic happy ending yeah. to what was going on. Also, some of the best scenes, like the most powerful scenes, were when he was taking the field in Brooklyn, right, and right. kind of coming into his own and having to deal with his teammates and the other teams and the coaches and people coming to it. Like, the crux of the movie was when his teammates start accepting him as like a fellow player. Yeah, and we actually got to see that 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 we got to see that journey, right? I feel like mm-hmm. every time, and there are so many people in this movie, and I think the frustrating thing is every time we got, uh, hold on, who who was in it? Like every time we got a Christopher Maloney who was on his side, right? Like we we finally have someone who's sticking up for him in the in the field. Like that person gets taken away. And I get that that's how it happens, but like, there's no. It felt so like cut short. Alan Tudyk is a is a real jerk, and I think that was like the longest kind of journey that we had entirely, and it happened within like ten minutes, maybe. But even that was resolved in one scene. It was just yeah. Okay, take a picture, even though you don't want to. This guy needs good PR. If I could rewrite the film. Andre Holland, who I'm sorry I didn't say it previously. Andre Holland, who was the journalist with Jackie Robinson, essentially what seemed like the entire time based on this movie. Like, if it was like a buddy road adventure film with these two. You know what I mean? Like, it seems like he was with Jackie Robinson a lot of the time, right? Or so give, like, us, give us more of him, because he exactly was framed at the, at the beginning as almost the narrator bringing us exactly. through this whole story. But then by the time he gets goes from Florida to, to Brooklyn, he's not really present. No. No. He's not present. So 
are we saying we can't make up the fact that this guy is with him this entire year? Like, what, like what, what, what liberties do we have in terms of, of making this piece? Because there's so many freaking white people in this, which is fine. But the point is, like, we're not getting Jackie Robinson's story. And or his wife. Mistake, or, or his wife. Or He's Wendell Smith. Like, but, yeah, there are, there's a lot to it that they, like, half mentioned and glossed over that they really could have gone more in depth then and without without taking creative liberties like these people in jackie's life they also had stuff going on like wendell smith might not have been with him throughout the entire training but he still played a pivotal role in getting him into the majors what was he up to when when jackie was playing yeah, like what, what is it like for this 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 reporter who is a black reporter? And, who, and yeah, he even in their conversation when they kind of squash their beef and kind of accept one another, even he mentions he's like, "Hey, you're not the only one yeah, who's yes. who's like trailblazing right now." You're giving me you're giving me like the premise of something really good, and then you completely ignore it. Yeah, it's like, and oh, cool, get- two. Black guys who are the only ones doing what they're doing. Oh, okay. We're not going to talk about both of them. Okay, cool. Correct. Correct. Oh, we're going to talk uh, about that white he, guy. And then, you know, there's this line of, oh, if we all have 42, they won't, they won't let us, they won't be able to tell us apart, which is such a throwaway line for something that, that actually happens. But it actually happened. And I'm like, you guys aren't paying any attention to this line whatsoever. Like, it, it didn't feel like, I, I knew it was important when it was being said, but there was kind of no weight to. I don't know. It just felt like I don't know. Like I, I disagree. I, when that when he said that, I was like, "Yep, that's one of those lines." Oh it, no! Exactly. No, I, that's my point. Exactly. It definitely felt like one of those lines. That, that, but I felt like that. they they sat on it for a second. Like they were like they knew what they had with that I see, line. Because <laughs> then Chadwick Boseman just stands there and kind of smirks at him, and he's just like, "Okay." All right. Fair enough. Yeah. I. I. I just. I. Yeah, I, my, my my gripes in this movie seem very strong. However, again, I, you can't you can't shy away from Chavo Guzman, and I think that's a I, I won't harp again on how much I love him and and how important he is to Hollywood and people around the world. But uh, hey, Dan, are you are you watching what? Oh, go on. Sorry. No, I was just gonna say I feel like because his, I mean, he was so young when he died and had such a promising career that I don't think any of his roles are untouched by his legacy now. Like, I'm mm-hmm. sure if we watched Marshall, I've never seen, but... No? I'm sure it's, like, there's no way of separating it from the context of him having passed. Sure. 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 I mean, uh, and, and, and it's... I think he was always going to be one of those people with these kinds of careers because again if you look at what he's done outside of marvel it's always been fairly manicured it's always been steeped in some sort of real life like ma Raimi's black bottom is not is, is pulled from something that happens right in some way shape or form the five bloods is 
I don't believe that like that story is based on a true story, but like shit like that has happened. Like, it, it's always mm-hmm. steeped in something relatively real, right? And then we have all the other stuff that we talked about, and it's like it, like he he only has thirty four credits to his name. I say only because a lot of it's TV or, or short films or you know, stuff like that. But but that's so crazy that he's playing these real people and real stories, and yet we still can't separate him from the roles. Yeah, like it's still a like Chadwick Boseman role. It's not a guy yeah, playing yeah. James Brown. Which is which is which is what we do so diligently, don't we? Like like no no one's looking at Rami Malek who won an Oscar for playing Freddie Mercury. No one's looking at him and going, gosh. Like no one no one's like can't separate the two. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe they are because they do actually look quite similar, but which with Chadwick Boseman, you're like, yo, his fucking performance in X, Y, and Z is just great. Yeah, we didn't want to give him an Oscar. Fine. Fuck you guys. Then I, I, I have I, I haven't a lot more to say about this film. But no, I, I do want to ask you, have you been watching What If? No, I haven't I, I just moved recently, so I'm Oh, that's right. My my I'm, streaming habits have been interrupted. Uh, yeah, it's a shame. You, you are the only person I know who is who watches more TV and movies than I do, and uh, I need to see that back up again. It's a um, cold, it's a shock to the system right now. Yeah, it is. It is when I'm watching more than you. So his his episode premiered today. We're recording this August 18th, and um, I'm I'm both excited and sad to to watch it. And I just saw this IMDb that he actually makes a few more appearances. I hope it's true. He makes a few more appearances in the series. So. Yeah, yeah, buddy. Um, listen, let, let, shall, shall we? Shall we? Let's we get shall. down to it. Is this is this film required or no? Oh yeah. All right, I, I can start. No, no I'll start. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say no. I I don't like to borrow from people who have already reviewed this movie because that's pretty much what we're doing. We're reviewing, breaking down. But there's a good line that I saw in. The review on RogerEbert.com. Great one. Go on. They said, this movie is a ground rule double more than a grand slam, which is pretty accurate. <laughs> it's technically a run, but, you know. I love this. Yeah, I think I love- performances are great from several several people in this movie. I mean, the story is incredible. There are some scenes that are like, what you want from a movie like this. Yeah. Like, especially the scenes, like I said, once he's uh, actually on the field in Brooklyn, but the pacing is weird. It does at the end of the day, feel like a white savior movie. Mm. It, it does. It does. And I, I, I have nothing more to add to that. It definitely feels like a, a white savior movie. And I tried with all my heart to ignore it, but it's true. And the only thing that makes me, comforted when watching the movie is seeing Chadwick on my screen is seeing it's honestly it's, it's Chadwick Boseman but it's also those other great performances like seeing Harrison Ford seeing like Chris Maloney does not have enough in this movie mm. Alex Tudyk who is I, I, again a great racist who only infuriated me every time he was on screen but I was like that's a great performance yeah um and I, I think that's my greatest criticism is that like these great performances besides Chadwick aren't able to kind of spread out and be consistent throughout so yeah, uh, yeah, I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna call it a walk 
Tim, I let's end it here. I've had so much fun talking about this movie, despite the tears that I'm shedding. If you want to catch up with the show on Instagram and Twitter, check us out at Required Watch. If you want to catch up with me, catch me on Instagram at Trey.eps and Twitter at TreyEps. What about you, Dan? And I am at Danny Taverner everywhere. Word up. Word. So, you know what? Yeah, until next time, my guy. Peace.